I'm a talkative person because I'm an SE dom. It's like my only world is the physical. My words are the only means of me getting out my meaning and intention. We'll see if I eat those words. She'll be entertaining others all the time. This is exactly where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> Do I not dare to this bump on a podcast with people can hear me. You guys ready to go? Yeah, Kate. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Type Trends. The question we are addressing today is what is your career slash field of study? We got just over 600 answers for this one, which was incredible. So as always, thank you for your submissions. You guys rule. This episode took just shy of two months to get out because there was some heft to the analysis. So I thank you truly for your patience in the time it's taken for me to release the episode. Now, if you'd like to see the order in which I'm going to be reading out the types, please check out the show notes where I've put the timestamps. But just for a quick rundown, we'll be covering our FE DOMs and auxiliaries first, followed by our FIs, our TEs, and then our TIs. And with that, let's dive in. So of 610 answers, our highest number of submissions was from our INFJs who submitted 87 answers, followed by our INTJs who submitted 75, then our ENFPs who submitted 71. Our lowest number of submissions came from our ESFJs who submitted 11 answers, which is still enough to hopefully draw a trend or two and a new record for ESFJs incidentally. I will say that this one was tricky to analyze because there was a huge range of career diversity in all of the types. So rather than drawing really concrete trends, I'm kind of going to just sort of present you with some information. Yes, I will point out some trends that are clear, but this will also sort of serve as a glimpse into the broad range of skills and interests that we as human beings have, regardless of type. For the curious, I for one heard of some professions that I'd never heard of before, which I will share with you guys as well. I will also stress that the answers people gave were very simply them naming their profession or field of study, not how they feel about it or how satisfied they are in it, meaning that this episode will primarily serve as a bit of an info dump as to what careers each of the types happen to be drawn to rather than where they get their fulfillment. Keeping in mind that each person would also have their own extra factors that would be drawing them to certain careers and those factors wouldn't necessarily be type related. Interestingly, there were some types who tended to add disclaimers about their professions, while other types didn't. Can you guess which types did? Let's push on to find out. I'm going to be listing the trends in each type group from weakest trend to strongest trend in terms of how many people of each type were drawn to a particular field of study. So starting with our ENFJs, we got 28 submissions from our ENFJs and of those 28, four of them are in music performance or composition, Five of them are in psychology or social work. And the most obvious trend was that 10 of them, that's 10 out of 28, are in education. And by education, I mean teaching or the like. Obviously, that makes 15 of 28 answers that are in some form of profession that helps or facilitates the development of others. Hello, Effie. So that's more than half of ENFJs who are in the fields of psychology, social work or education. But we had other singular answers that varied over many other professions, such as engineering, photography, musical theatre, dance, marketing, design, law, medicine and piloting. And when I say that there were singular answers, I do just mean one person mentioned each of those professions. Next, we're going to look at our INFJs. So this was our biggest pool with 87 answers. Notable trends were that eight INFJs are in psychology, with a couple others being in social work or speech pathology. Twelve INFJs are in engineering, 
14 are in teaching or education, and I named both because answers were either or and I lumped them into the same group. 15 INFJs are in some form of artistic profession, with six of them being illustrators, five being musicians, two actors and two writers. And the biggest trend was that 20 INFJs are in some sort of scientific field, the most common of which were biology with six answers and medicine also with six answers. Then there were a whole bunch of singular answers in the scientific field, such as physics, astronomy, computer science, biochemistry, molecular and wildlife, all of which I lumped into the science category. Then we had a whole range of other answers such as philosophy, theology, historical cultural ethics through medieval literature, architecture, janitor, PhD in Persian and Russian literature, international relations, urban planning, and charity slash volunteer management and fundraising. With our biggest trends in the INFJ pool being science, art, teaching, engineering, and psychology, I'm not sure I can really draw conclusions about how the cognitive functions affect career choice here. Obviously, with 22 INFJs in either teaching or psychology, we could make a correlation between those people-focused professions and FE, which is the INFJ's auxiliary function. This would be similar to what I said about the ENFJs, who share the same dominant functions as the INFJs, just flipped. But let's see about that as we push on to the other types. Now, I could speculate about how NI relates to science, given how many INFJs are in the scientific fields. I mean... I use inferior NI and I was never good at science or really had any interest in science, but I think it's just the case that we all have a variety of interests and we can certainly see that in how broad the INFJ career pool is. That being said, we had no other type that provided more scientists to the table, but that is probably because the INFJ pool was just the biggest pool in general, not necessarily because INFJs are particularly drawn to science. So thank you to our INFJs for your submissions. Of our NFJs in general, it can be said that they seem to be more drawn to education, as we had 10 of 28 ENFJs in education and 14 of 87 INFJs in education, which again could be a tip of the hat to FE. The INFJ and ENFJ type groups both took first and second place respectively in the size of the teacher pool within a type of all the types. So that's certainly a trend that I'm happy to draw attention to. Now, just to compare our INFJs to their fellow FE dominant or auxiliary users, we'll take a look at our SFJs now. So our ESFJs gave us 11 answers. The only trends were that two of them are teachers and three of them are in human resources, which I mean, three out of 10, that's a pretty good trend. The other professions were animal science, science, interior design, business, software engineering, and business administration. Not a lot to draw attention to there, except that interestingly, the ESFJ pool was the only type pool in which there were no artists, although you might argue that interior design is a form of art. But again, only got 11 answers from ESFJ, so that's not really a sufficient number to draw any meaningful trends. Our ISFJs gave us 31 answers. The most notable trend was that three ISFJs are in education, four ISFJs are in medical science, and 12 ISFJs are in sciences more broadly. There was only one ISFJ artist who wrote down creative writing, and potentially another who wrote down multimedia arts. Don't know what that is. We also had a translator, a bookseller, a nurse, an archaeologist, a stay-at-home mum, and a quality inspector of automotive parts. I don't think anything here can be linked to cognitive functions, but I did find it interesting that very few SFJs seem to be drawn to art in general. Either that or they are into art, but didn't consider it a career or field of study, so didn't note it down. 
So that's it for our FE users. When analyzing the answers from our FE users, I did appreciate how neatly and pointedly the answers were phrased. What I mean by that is professions were listed in a concise manner with few disclaimers. Now you'll notice a change in tone when we move on to our FI users. So starting with ENFPs from whom we got 71 answers. The strongest trends, again, starting with the weakest to the strongest, were that six ENFPs are teachers, Nine ENFPs are in some form of science, the most common of those being three in medicine, and 20 ENFPs listed that they are artists, which is not terribly surprising. This art ranged from theater performance to directing, to writing, photography, interior design, which I've decided that we are actually going to include as a form of art, graphic design, and even cake decorating. Aside from that, we had no other type group that submitted as high a range of responses, like I read about professions that I didn't even know existed, such as value education instructress. We had a police officer, sign language interpreter, game developer, personal stylist, philosophy and theology major, history and geography majors, lawyers, stay-at-home mothers, psychologists, an astrologist, advertisers, software engineers, and two ENFPs named themselves as jacks of all trades, meaning that they dabble in multiple areas. I think it can be for sure said that the ENFP's dominant functions NE and FI may account for the high number of artists and also for the wide range of responses. So just to elaborate on that, there were 50 different dot points that I had to note down of 71 answers. So the remaining 21 were where we had the only word for word overlap each professional field of study was so specific and unique in how it was phrased that I had to separate them and try to lump them into categories thereafter. Now let's move on to our INFPs who gave us 65 answers. Now, the FI was strong in these answers. I had to write down 48 different dot points because the way in which these professions were phrased a lot of the time was just very specific or multifaceted. And I was trying to draw strings of commonality from across them, but I just literally couldn't, so I had to put them into their own categories. Suffice it to say, my inferior and I really struggled with taking all the responses and trying to categorize them, like it was multiple sessions of sitting down with a coffee in hand. Interestingly, the INFP pool was the group in which the most amount of people wrote, I'm doing this job, but I'd rather be doing this with my life. You can't keep that FI down, folks, even amidst an 80 character limit. So in terms of trends, and you're going to see what I mean when I say that I couldn't draw strings of commonality, four INFPs are in engineering, five are in some kind of IT profession, which includes programming, computer science, and software development, seven are in some kind of science, and 12 are artists. Then we had a whole bunch of shrapnel answers, such as teaching, archaeology, psychology, photography slash proofreading, and translation slash tourism, phonetics and linguistics, classical letter teacher, House Framer, that's a profession I'd never heard of before, Jail Guard, multiple students in various art degrees, and User Interface slash Experience Designer. So all I can say here aside from the sheer variety is that, like our ENFPs, the strongest trend was in artists. And again, something that set these answers apart was that a lot of INFPs couldn't resist adding a personal element to their answers, such as saying how they feel about their profession or what they'd rather be doing. That need to provide a disclaimer is heavily FI as it reflects the need to present the most authentic version of themselves in their answers. And you can't stifle that. And let me tell you, that struggle of trying to get out what you really mean in an FI authentic way within an 80 character word limit is real. So let's see if we see some similar trends in our fellow FI doms, our ISFPs. 
Now, ISFPs gave us 25 answers. There was only one overlap in terms of word for word answers, and that was two ISFPs who are in education. The others I had to categorize myself based on similar fields. There were not a lot of trends as the answers were quite spaced out. Could this be due to the FIDOM tendency to pursue one's own very specific interests or passions for work? Quite possibly, because I'm noticing that there are far less trends in our FI groups due to the sheer variety in each of them. So the only trends that I found within the ISFP group were that four ISFPs are in retail and five ISFPs are in art. And this included music, theater, dance, and visual art. Aside from that, there were just a bunch of shrapnel answers such as video game programmer, marketing manager, neuroscience, war studies, engineering, psychology, and warehouse man and chill the rest of the day. Someone also wrote down flower farming, which is a new concept to me and just the cutest mental image ever. Our ESFPs also similarly did not present us with any real trends. We got 14 answers and there was just such a variety between them that the only overlap was two ESFPs who are in IT, but one of them wants to leave. So that's gonna change soon. The other wrote IT, telecommunication, electromagnetic, waves, etc. And I've got next to no idea what that etc. means. Aside from that, our ESFP professions were software, slash consulting, hairstyles, communication slash marketing, doctor in ED and intensive care, kudos to you if you're listening, nutrition, medical laboratory science, YouTube, yes that one was me, stay at home mum, and someone's just written horses, which take as you will. So overall with our FI users, we still had large pools, especially our ENFP and INFP pools, but far less overlap in answers compared to our FJs. Our biggest FI trend was 20 ENFP artists and 12 INFP artists, totaling 32 NFP artists. But within that pool were multiple different subcategories of artists up against our biggest NFJ trends, which were 20 INFJs in science and 24 NFJs in general being in education. And that one included next to no subcategories. It is very clear where the differences in the attitude of that F function play out. It can be said that our FE users seem to be drawn to professions that allow them to facilitate the growth of others whereas our FI users have placed a heavy importance on their expression of self being drawn to art. To more conclusively compare those numbers to include our senses as well, 29 FE users were interested in education, whereas only nine FI users were, and 40 FI users were interested in art, whereas only 23 FE users were. It would be interesting to see how these numbers presented if we had a more controlled pool, so an even number of submissions per type, but Given that we had a similar number of responses from our NFJs and our NFPs, I feel happy with those trends that we've drawn here. So that's it for all of our F types. We'll now move on to our Ts, starting with our TE DOM and auxiliary users, and then moving on to our TI DOM and auxiliary users. First, our ENTJs. So looking at the ENTJ professions definitely made me feel like the least accomplished person in the room. Most of them have multiple different pathways currently going on for them. For instance, one person wrote, Grants in cancer research and public health with a background in behavior science and a career in government, which just felt like a flex to me, if I'm perfectly honest. Another one wrote, information systems and management, currently working in IT slash project management, soon to start my PhD. Then another one wrote, PhD in economics, specialized in econometrics and machine learning. One of our ENTJs is just casually a senior director in artificial intelligence, for which I have many follow-up questions. 
So continuing along these lines, there was literally no overlap in anything except for two ENTJ students who were studying law. Other examples of ENTJ professions are legal, business, admin and PR, psychology, teaching, architecture, marketing, civil engineering, composition and knowledge, which again, I have follow up questions as to what that means, accounting and finance, systems analyst, biology, science, biochemistry, software engineering and programming, law and journalism, executive assistant and teaching. Are you noticing all of the ands, guys? Like multiple ENTJs are like this and this, and often those two things aren't even related, like EA and teaching. Not related, how are you doing both? Both of those jobs are extremely strenuous. I know that for a fact. ENTJs, can you just do us a favor and calm down, please? Just kidding, obviously. Kick your goals, you're fine. You've casually got dominant TE. I understand. Actually, I don't understand, but I love that for you. One thing I noticed aside from how brazenly happy the ENTJs were to just gloat about their successes was that only one ENTJ was an artist, specifically a professional musician in a Christian jazz pop duo. And I found it interesting, by the way, that this person felt the need to include the word professional, almost as if to say, I'm doing art, but I'm making money from it, guys, so it's okay. So good on you, ENTJs, you're killing it. We also had no personal or emotional disclaimers of any kind in their answers. They were just straight to the point, this is my profession. Given that we don't typically have many responses from our TE doms, I'd just like to extend a personal thank you to all of the 21 ENTJs who answered. Means a lot to me, guys. Cheers. Our INTJs gave us 71 answers, and my goodness, there was variety. As with our ENTJs, their answers were straight to the point with very few disclaimers or elaborations. In terms of noticeable trends, 10 INTJs are artists, 10 are in some form of scientific speciality, 11 are in engineering, and there was only one overlap in type of engineer. The rest were highly nuanced branches of engineering that I didn't even know existed, such as robotics engineering, mechatronic engineering, and electro-optical engineering. So those were our highest trends. Some smaller, less significant trends, but good to look at in comparison to the other types, were that there were two INTJs in teaching, two in psychology, three in IT, four in management and five in law. So the highest trends were in art, science and engineering. And then there were a whole lot of shrapnel answers, some of which were really cool, such as aviation maintenance and martial artists. And then one I'd never heard of, which was a climate change officer. I did notice that a difference between INTJs and ENTJs was that most INTJs listed just one profession with the exception of three, whereas multiple ENTJs listed two or more professions, side hustles included. Obviously, this can be explained by the ENTJ's dominant TE, which is constantly paying attention to how many things can we accomplish in the shortest amount of time. So you can already notice a large difference in the tone of the T answers compared to our F users, as well as the NTJ interests, which differ largely from the NFJ and NFP interests. We had hardly any teachers in the NTJ pool and only 11 clear artists. NTJ interests seem to skew more towards management, engineering, law, finance, and science, which is no surprise. So let's compare these now to our STJ answers. Our ESTJs gave us 11 answers, probably the highest number of responses we've ever received from them. What I found funny about this pool was that seven of the 11 answers were from people answering on behalf of ESTJs in their lives, not from the actual ESTJs themselves. This is classic of the ESTJ pool in that I feel like ESTJs are among the types most likely to pass on the polls due to them perhaps deeming Instagram polls not worthy of their time. 
speculation. In any case, we didn't actually have any clear trends except for two ESTJs who are in engineering. You could say that another trend was that the careers sought by ESTJs seemed to be less people-focused, so less about facilitating or managing people and more about facilitating or managing environments, which is literally a difference between what FE and TE pay attention to. So these jobs included retail management, mail office inspector, doctor, superintendent for a construction site, admin, business owner, IT analysis, and math teacher. Interestingly, our ESTJs were the only types who made no mention of any scientific field in their responses, and our ESFJ pool similarly had only one mention of any kind of science, which was one person who wrote animal science. I know I was saying I couldn't find a link between the 20 INFJs interested in science and their dominant NI, but now we see that our ESTJs and our ESFJs, both of whom have polar NI or blind spot NI, seem to have no interest in science. We also had 10 scientists in the INTJ pool, which is the other type who uses dominant NI. This seems to point to a link between NI and science. What's the link? I don't know. But again, this ESTJ pool and the ESFJ pool are pools that only had 11 answers. So I'm afraid this is all just speculation. Moving on to ISTJs who gave us 25 answers. The biggest trend was engineering with seven ISTJs in engineering and three of those were in software engineering. Other answers varied over the general fields of law, accounting, admin, sales, IT, business ownership, science, teaching, and one ISTJ who is a missionary. Similar to the ESTJs, ISTJs do not seem to be drawn to fields that are people-focused in any respect, which makes sense given their polar FE. Another noteworthy trend across the STJ pools was that there were literally no artists, except one ESTJ who does photography as a side hobby. More broadly across our TE DOM pools, neither our ENTJs, INTJs, ESTJs, or ISTJs included personal disclaimers in their answers, as some of the F, namely FI users did. This is likely because for them, it's probably easier to keep their profession separate from their personal sense of identity, their personal fulfillment, or their emotions in general, though I'm sure being human, there would be an overlap in some respect. I mean, for me personally, speaking as an FI user, if my job doesn't fulfill me or reflect my values in some sense, I'm going to eventually become unhappy in it and it will likely make me want to look for another one. That sense of personal stakes is really important to an FI DOM or auxiliary user, and we can see that in comparing the answers so far. So that's it for our first three groups. Now moving on to our final group, which is our dominant or auxiliary TI users. Starting with ENTPs, they gave us 34 answers. Now. I'm not even kidding when I say that I could not find any trends in terms of which profession ENTPs are drawn to. There was an incredible amount of variety in the 34 answers. Some of the responses I got just to show you were film editing, fashion management, trader, electrician, nurse anesthetist, archaeologist, marketing, IT, military, youth ministry, Chinese language and culture, teacher, a curriculum developer for an international homeschool company, game development, and an illustrator slash political communication strategist slash hot air balloon pilot. Yes, you heard that correctly. And then we had a person who said that they are a major in changing majors and they never finish anything. Then someone just wrote BS, which I mean, relatable. To loosely point to trends, there were four different engineers and four people who are in some form of medical science. But aside from that, 
really not much to be drawn from these answers except for the sheer expansiveness of NE in terms of what it takes interest in. I mean, we did only get 34 answers from ENTPs and I know for a fact that there are many more amongst my Instagram followers. So I mean, perhaps there are a whole bunch of ENTPs who do not know what they're doing with their lives and so they didn't answer, or perhaps they do know what they're doing and didn't care to answer. And that's the thing with these kinds of polls is that we're only getting answers from people who choose to answer. So at the end of the day, what we're drawing here are ballpark ideas rather than definitive conclusions. Next, we have our INTPs who gave us 51 answers, mostly existing in the realms of science, math, and research. We had three in math, three in languages, five in engineering, six in law, six in research, seven in computer science, and nine in other forms of science. There were five in the arts, consisting of one video editor, one photographer, one YouTuber, and two writers. The most left field answer we got was 911 dispatcher. A trend of note was that quite a few INTPs listed multiple different areas of interest or fields of study. For instance, one wrote accounting, music teacher, and web design. Two wrote that they started in philosophy and ended up elsewhere. One wrote, I want to be a lawyer, but I like philosophy and theology too. Another one wrote, studied architecture, then physics. Naturally, I now work as a programmer. One wrote, plain language slash writing educator via legal writer out of cognitive psychology, question mark. I'm a mess. As with most of our T-types so far, there was zero emotional qualifiers. Some INTPs showed uncertainty, but there was no mention of doing something that they're passionate about or care about, as opposed to some of our FIDOM answers. Quite a few also wrote that they haven't chosen anything yet. Given how much their dominant TI enjoys problem solving and how their auxiliary NE enjoys exploring ideas, it definitely makes sense that INTPs would be drawn to both science and research. I will mention that the INTP answers did fit nicely into clear categories as opposed to some of our other types who had a broader and, shall we say, more chaotic range in responses. You can even see this in the difference between the INTP and the ENTP pools, as the INTP pool had very clear categories that made it much easier to find trends, whereas the ENTP pool had hardly any overlap and was much harder to analyze. A vague trend that I noticed in the difference between our NTPs and NTJs was that our NTPs seemed to be drawn to to more accumulation of knowledge fields, such as research, IT, science, maths, languages, with only a few in engineering, whereas NTJs seem to be drawn to more action-oriented roles with a high number of lawyers, engineers, and managers. In general, there were also a much higher number of NTJs in leadership roles. Onto our STPs. Our ISTPs gave us 41 answers. Three are in accounting, three are either learning or teaching languages, Four are in some form of IT profession. Six are in the arts, which included two painters, four graphic designers, and one musician. And eight are in engineering. Then we had a few other shrapnel professions, such as soldier, welder, plumber, dentist, and social worker. Obviously, the high number of engineers points to the interest in problem solving, a trend which we've seen mostly from our dominant thinking types. The ISTP artists appear to have taken interest in more hands-on mediums. Media? What's the plural of medium? Media, I think. Hands-on media, which of course is reflective of their auxiliary SE. There were also hardly any added qualifiers in the ISTP answers, no surprise, aside from one ISTP who wrote that they don't know what they want to do. 
So that real straight to the point style of answer that actually made the ISTP pool the least time consuming for me to analyze. So thank you, ISTPs. ESTPs gave us 17 answers and there were a couple of interesting trends to note here. The first was that eight of the 17 answers involved a career or field of study that was largely physical in its nature. So these were drummer, dancer, security guard, policeman, military officer, cake decorator, makeup artist, and physiotherapist. That was the biggest trend that I noticed, and obviously it's significant because it reflects the ESTP's dominant SE. But the other thing that I noticed in contrast to ISTPs who gave very straight to the point answers was that there are quite a few ESTPs who have jumped from profession to profession, are still searching for something that they like, or are unsure what the future holds, and made a point of mentioning that. One person even wrote, I have degrees in psych and kinesiology, which is the study of movement, but my career is a young adult fiction writer because I need to have my freedom. This obviously has a very EP feel to it in its chaotic freedom-seeking nature. To clarify, all of the EP types with their dominant extroverted perceiving functions generally prioritize the freedom to frolic in their dominant function more than anyone because NE and SE are both heavily exploratory functions that thrive in having the autonomy to expand in what they gather. One ESTP even wrote, and I appreciated this, only a student now, but I'm working towards adventure tourism. What is adventure tourism and where can I sign up is my question. Obviously, these responses from our ESTPs not only highlight the SE dominant function in how present focused they are. I mean, we had literally no ESTPs mentioned that they were in academia or long haul professions such as research or medicine. But the responses also highlighted the ESTPs inferior NI in that same vein. Being present focused, the future is clearly not a priority to our SE DOMs, and so it's just not in their nature to choose those future focused professions. That's not to say that they're incapable of long-term planning, rather that they don't subconsciously pay attention to those things, and that's relatable for me. There would of course be exceptions as there would be for all of the trends that we're trying to draw here. So that's it for all of the types. Overall, this analysis was a journey, but I think that it does paint a picture as to what fields and interests each of the types are naturally drawn to. And we could draw some links with the cognitive functions there in a few places. If we were to break them into cognitive function groups and find the most obvious trend per function group, for our FE users, it would be education. For our FI users, it would be art. For our TE users, it would be engineering. And for our TI users, it would be a close tie between engineering and computer science. So lots of food for thought in this episode. I do hope you enjoyed it. Now onto what I learned about myself in this analysis, because I wouldn't be me if I didn't add something personal here about what I learned and discovered about myself on this journey. I really enjoyed analyzing these trends as usual, but I have to say I've never struggled as much getting through a type trends analysis as I did with this one, because not only were there so many answers, but it was a largely unemotional question. And so the task of analyzing these results required hardly any engagement with my top two functions, SE and FI, and a heck of a lot of engagement with my lower functions, TE and NI, especially NI, which actually can be really draining if I spend too much time engaging in drawing new patterns, which was literally what this was about. Good news is there was hardly any time pressure for the episode because you guys are just so patient and understanding. So thank you again for that. So I was able to take my time and analyze in hour or two hour long blocks, which kept me enthusiastic about it. 
But suffice it to say, the next type trend question will be a much more emotional one, so gear up for that one, folks. A huge thank you again to everyone who participated in this poll. I really appreciate your time and your answers and the time it takes to think of your answers. Looking forward to the next one, which I'll try to get out faster. If you like this episode, please consider following the podcast. And if you're on a podcast platform that allows ratings, I'd sure appreciate if you could leave a rating. I've put relevant links to the MBTI cognitive functions that I mentioned in this episode in the show notes of this episode, if you're interested in learning a bit more about those. And if you're interested in checking out more MBTI related content, please head over to my YouTube channel, Dear Kristen, or my Instagram page, Dear.Kristen, that's K-R-I-S-T-I-N, where I put up some of my favorite comments from YouTube and also put up the questions for each of these type trend episodes. I'm always interested in whether or not you enjoy the podcast episodes, as I have no way of knowing due to the lack of comments on the platform so please don't hesitate to direct message me on instagram with your thoughts on the episode yes that is permission go ahead and send me that message until next time guys have a great day and i'll chat to you next time